Welcome to the Leading in Love podcast. If you are a leader in any capacity who is married or considering marriage, you're tuned into the right place. We help leaders take care of their marriages. Remember, you are a successful leader and your marriage and family can be successful too. You don't have to sacrifice leadership for love and you don't have to sacrifice love for leadership. And now, here are your hosts, Gary and Julie. Hey, hey, hey. We are back, Gary, Julie, Leading back in Love. Back at it again, yeah. back, back, back at it again. Welcome to the Leading in Love podcast with Gary and Julie. We're excited that you're joining us, talking about marriage, one of the most important relationships because it takes so much, right? It takes a lot of sacrifice, commitment, and dedication in order to make it work, and it has far-reaching implications. But it's great, though. I mean, people see sacrifice as a loss. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, true. Sacrifice doesn't have to be a loss. Yeah, I mean, yeah, that's a good point, actually. But, I mean, in a marriage, you expect some kind of reciprocation. Not even, man, do you, are you supposed to expect reciprocation, though? Or is it that you live for each other, so it just kind of happens? Because then you have to go back to keeping score and right, yeah, and then showing up with a bill, like that. a receipt at the end, say, here, this is what you owe me. Here are my receipts. Yeah, I, mean, I gave you, remember that movie there, Waiting, was it Waiting to Exhale? Waiting to Exhale. It's like 769 times, how many times we made love? And then she threw his clothes out the, out the window. I don't remember. Angela Bassett. all of that. Yeah. I don't remember hearing, well, I remember the gist of it. Was it? Waiting to exhale? I think it was waiting to exhale. But I don't remember. I mean, I feel as though we were still a little, or I was. Yeah, I, it's like it's like all the Fresh Prince episodes. Understand. I didn't know what he was really talking about. Now I watch, I'm like, that's what you meant. And all those rap songs that we listened to, all those <laughs> reggae songs. Now we realize what they were talking what about. What they were talking about yeah. while I was dancing upside down. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Off topic, but today's topic, what are we talking about today? Boo-boo? Talking about ma- marriage, career, and transitions. Okay? That's good. Yeah, it is. Careers are very important. And as you go through your, as you live your marriage and you roll through your career, there'll be a lot of transitions. Absolutely. And is it better off to be married in these situations? We're not really trying to answer that, but we're just going to highlight the different arrangements of mm-hmm. marriage career and then mm-hmm. we're going to talk about some of the transitions and then look at how you could deal with it mm-hmm. as a couple mm-hmm. right absolutely so let's get into some of these different possible arrangements of marriage and career let's go so i'll do the first one you want to do the second one? sure go ahead so the first situation is or the first arrangement is single career Married without children. So basically one spouse is working, but the other is not. Mm -hmm. And there are no children in the mix. Okay. Now, this might not be a permanent case in the sense that, like if you're a young couple, Mm -hmm. you just got married, just finished university, and you... Or an older couple. Or an older couple. Mm -hmm. But I'm talking about if like why it could not be... You might not be a permanent case. Mm-hmm. You're a young couple. You just got married. You just finished school. You just started a career. Maybe no children is there. Mm-hmm. So you still fall into this category. Mm-hmm. But it could be a permanent case where you made the choice that one 
one spouse will work, mm-hmm. like you're married, mm-hmm. but one spouse will work. Mm-hmm. Now, I don't know where this happens. Like, it, may, it might be a situation where maybe the husband makes a ton of money, mm-hmm. and it just, the, the wife's just like, I really don't need to work because we have way, like, we have too much. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right? Or it could be that one spouse's career is so demanding, yet fruitful, mm-hmm. that it's just better for, you know, one spouse to, to be home. Mm-hmm. And unfortunately, or yeah, I guess unfortunately, a lot of the cases, the woman, the wife, is normally the one staying home. A lot of the cases. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I'm curious to know if there's any, if there are any cases out there with men where the the wife makes a lot of money. Yeah. And the, well, and the husband just chooses to stay home. I remember Britney Spears. She married a dude that didn't do anything. He was making a ton of money. I forgot. This was like back in the Britney Spears days. Yeah. But I don't know. I don't know of any other examples where wife makes a ton of money and just they have a single career and she is the breadwinner and the husband's just home and there's no kids. Like there's no reason to be home and he's just home and there's no kids. Well, it's very rare. Yeah. It's very rare. It does happen, but it's very rare. Yeah. So that's one case. Single career, married without children. Okay, the next case, single career, married with children, okay? One spouse is in the field working while the other is at home. Mm-hmm. Again, usually the wife stays at home with the children, but lately with women occupying more and more roles in the workforce, husbands are choosing to stay home. Yeah. I mean, they're looking at their numbers. They're looking at the desires. That it could even be from a temporary perspective. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This right? could be a temporal case, yeah. Absolutely. I, um, this, of course, can be a temporary situation. One spouse might be sacrificing their career development or their career altogether. Okay? Yeah, women do that, especially when kids show up in the metro days. Usually, or even the women could put their career on pause yeah. for a minute because yeah. they have young children. Yeah. And, right? and I think you mentioned it. Sometimes they just want the opportunity to be a mother. Mm-hmm. To the, like they feel the obligation to mother their children. Mm-hmm. I don't know if this is a lot of people. You mentioned it. That mm-hmm. sometimes you just want the opportunity. I birthed these kids. Mm-hmm. I want to raise them. I don't want somebody else raising my child. Well, that was always my thing, right? Right. I always said to you, I don't, I don't want somebody to come in my house from Jamaica. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, to we're just trying to get them in the country so they can. After you know, the, well, you used to always try to sell concepts of family members coming here to cook food and. Look after the kids, and I'm like, nah, man, I don't, I don't, I don't want to do that. Yeah, you were always against it. I was like, I want to raise my babies. Yeah. I want to be the one. I'd rather us live uh, less than, so I can be hands on. Mm-hmm. That was us, of course, and of course, you know, daycare cost high. It's very, very high. So yeah, that is an option. Carry on. So the other one is dual career, married without children. Okay, so both spouses have careers, but there are no children in the mix, okay? So usually both spouses are focused on their careers. Perhaps they're just starting out their careers. Perhaps they made a decision to not have children 
but focus strictly on their careers. Yeah. Even those who make this decision still have to deal with the choice of not becoming parents until they become comfortable with the decision. Yeah, we've talked about it a couple of times where resentment builds up. Yeah. And we're not want to go too far off topic, but resentment builds up in the sense that maybe one spouse might have said, I don't want kids. Mm. You good with that? And then he's like, yeah, well, you know, I love you. So yeah, I guess I'm good with it. Yeah. Then you were, you know, you're halfway, you've been married a while. You're like, all your friends are having kids, children. Your parents are asking for grandchildren. So now one spouse starts resenting the other spouse for saying, yeah, I still don't want children. Yeah. I just want to focus on my career. Yeah. But or, then there's those that, like, I think about the, I, the CEO of IBM. I keep forgetting her name. But uh, they don't have children, her and her husband. Yeah. And they're very wealthy. And I, at this point, I don't think they're having children. But they're okay with it. They've made that choice. And I'm guessing they reach that crossover point where they're like, mm-hmm. yeah, we're good with not having children. Well, you know, there's there's also those that are saying, let, let me get established in my career as time goes on. Mm-hmm. Right, and then before you know it, they have a hard time because now they're older. Uh, yeah, yeah. They have a hard time having children on their own. Yeah, yeah. And you know they go through other options. There's lots and lots of examples out there just in media yeah, alone true. that have shown people different options. Um, however, some people may choose to not go down that option. Mm-hmm. And they just get settled with the fact that they're not going to have any children, but they'll invest in the next generation in different ways. Yeah. That's always an option, unfortunately. Yeah, and then the last arrangement is dual career, married with children. So this is probably a very common case, mm-hmm. especially with more you know, women stepping into the workforce or occupying greater roles. So both spouses, they're career-oriented and they're raising children. Mm. Now, the other side of that is that they've rested, they've resolved to a certain lifestyle Mm -hmm. that requires that both parents, both spouses fund this lifestyle. So that's one aspect. Mm -hmm. So now you got to work, right? Maybe there's debt, you choose to live in a a certain place, Mm -hmm. um, own certain things, do certain things. So you do need both income. Mm-hmm. Right, so but uh, this is—I mean, this is our case, mm-hmm. and we have four children because we have, or we can admit that we have support. So it helps make it easier to raise four children mm-hmm. when we have support, absolutely, especially from family. Yeah. Now, not every some people we know, people in our cohort, they don't have family around. Yeah. But, and they're raising two, chil- two, three children and running, you know, trying to grow two careers. Mm-hmm. Very challenging. And even with the support that we had of family members jumping in to help us out, I still took a break. Yeah. Right? Yeah, and you have to make that decision, right? And it was a temporary break. Yeah. 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 So now, so, so, so these, uh, these arrangements, they're not permanent, because yeah. then you can say that we started out as dual career raising children, married. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Then we went back temporarily to single career, mm-hmm. married, raising children. Mm-hmm. And now we're back to dual career, married, raising children. Mm-hmm. The only thing that we never did, we never had 
single career or dual career without children because we got busy early. We got busy <laughs> early. So there was a book, uh, Lisa R. Silverstein, she, she wrote a book back in 92 called Dual Career Marriage, A System in Transition. Mm. And she addressed a few questions. And one of the questions she asked was, how do the two careers of spouses develop side by side? And in what ways do dual career spouses help or in, hinder each other's career? Mm-hmm. Another question she asked is like, how do work and family combine in dual career marriages? Mm-hmm. She also asked, how are relationships between spouses and between parents and children affected by dual careers? That's a good question. Those are good questions. And, you know, we, we have friends who are trying to do both. We're doing both. I'm sure many of our listeners are considered doing both or they are doing both. Right. Right. So it's something that we're all going to have to come to terms with. Mm-hmm. So what we're going to talk about next is the type of transitions that we experience in either situation, mm-hmm. in any of these situations, whether you're single married with children or dual career without dual career married without children. So now that we've identified the different types of marriage and career scenarios, we're going to talk about the different types of transitions that you might face. Mm. So let's talk about transitions. What do we mean by transitions? And we did a topic called Good Grief okay, a few okay. episodes back. So yeah. we talked about change and transition and right. the grief that comes along with change. Right. So transitions, is, it's the psychological impact we experience as a result of change. Because mm. with change comes grief. Yeah. And grief is, you know, it's the emotional impact on you. It's the emotions that you face. Mm. So your transitions is how you respond emotionally to the process of change from when change is initiated to when change is established. Yeah. So usually change happens at the end of transition. Yeah. Like once things flip from one thing to the next, that's the change. Right. The process is the transition. Mm-hmm. And basically it's the gap between point A and B, the difference between your starting point and your destination. Yeah. So what are some things, my beautiful wife, Yes, sir. that... Um, bring with it a transitional impact that could, you know, affect your marriage and your career. Well, the first one is having children. Yeah. That's a big one. Mm-hmm. Okay, going from single or dual career, married without children, to single or dual career with children. Very big change. You know, there is some sort of physical and psychological impact of having children, right? Your body changes. Yeah. Definitely mine has. <laughs> mine too. It's true. Yours have, actually. Yeah. <laughs> I weigh a, lot of, weigh a lot of pounds. Yeah. Sleeping patterns change. My hair is gray. Due to his... <laughs> I grew a beard just because I had kids. <laughs> you know, you ain't got time to shave anymore. Yeah, I don't <laughs> Every passing minute is dedicated to my children and my wife and my job. <laughs> Can't even find a minute to shave. Yeah, there you go. See, your 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 body changes, sleep patterns change due to responsibilities, obligations, schedules, routines, free time, hobbies are impacted. Used to play ball at night. I would never like. I, I, I don't feel do like I want to. Well, no. You I mean, can't. there's there's a, there's a run I go to that's pretty good people. From time to time. Yeah, but it's mm. from time to time. Yeah, it's like once a year. It's like happy anniversary. Yeah, you know, when I get a week <laughs> off school, but going to bed at coming home at eleven and then staring at the wall for you're passed out. Yeah. 
And I'm staring at the wall for two hours trying to fall asleep. <laughs> you know, yeah. it impacts both your marriage and your career. Yeah, children change. First of all, there's more people in your house. Yeah. There's a little human being with his own personality, his or her own personality, his own demands. Yeah. That you have to address. Yeah. Baby wants milk. You can't say, uh, can you wait? <laughs> you know, baby wants to eat. You can't say, can you wait? You can't can do you that stuff. On. You know, no. so your eyes are wide open. You're paying attention all the time. Yeah. The next one is aging of children, right? So this is kind of neat, though, because we're kind of in this phase. Yeah, we're in the second phase now. Right. Our children are more independent. Yeah. So we're not walking around and picking up after them. We're well, not, we're not supposed to be. <laughs> yeah, well said. Yes. We're not supposed to be. We do walk behind them and we're pick more, up after we're, them. We're more like walking behind them and yelling. Yeah, like, them. didn't I tell you to do this? Like, I've been telling you this for the last three years to do your laundry and put away the clothes. <laughs> right away. Yeah. Yeah. You know, but in, even in that space, you could give instructions. Mm-hmm. And still hold them accountable to those instructions. That's Absolutely. a different phase. Right. So because we don't, you know, we still have the home obligations, take care of the house. Mm-hmm. But this gives a bit of room. We're not picking them up from daycare. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So this gives a bit more room. Now we can focus on our careers. Yes. We can take on more responsibilities yeah. in our career. But we can, like, jump into more exciting tasks. Yeah. Right? Uh, yeah. I mean, we're not doing it, but if it was the case, maybe travel for a couple of days for work yeah you know but before there was no way that I would now with four kids like no yeah that's not working right no 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 we couldn't do that before but i did that, that once though when i went to china for oh yeah like, yeah three weeks yeah 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 that was that was a little bit tough <laughs> on me that was a long. That must have been a long three weeks, man. It was a very Sheesh. long three weeks of running up and down. But I, I wouldn't have been. I would. It was a good time to do that. I wouldn't have been able to do that before. Mm-hmm. But that was a better time. Our, even our our son. I remember I left him money and I told him to take you out for your birthday because I wasn't going to be around and he handled it. I know. I was actually surprised that he didn't try to spend the money. Why would he spend the money? I don't know. Yeah. Maybe he thought, oh, let me, oh, let me Daddy go buy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let me go you know, use a $5 out of it. To you know. go buy some candy. But here's <laughs> the thing, though. Even in this space, you have to be careful. Because even though your children are more independent, mm-hmm. they're really still very dependent. Absolutely. Because they're they're still, their their bodies are changing, their minds are changing. Yeah, they're learning, they're thinking, they're Exactly. Their brain, their, their brain is still developing. So yeah. they actually need more attention. Right. The activities they're getting into are now more expensive. Yeah. So they need more money. The things they're doing cost more money. And last minute. Right. <laughs> and they're so much more willing to take risks. Oh my goodness. Yep. So, you know, with more risks comes the higher likelihood of something bad happening. Mm-hmm. So now you got to deal with that. Yes, of course. Right? But when, you're, when you have children, it impacts the options you have in your career yeah. at the time. But then when your children get older, it kind of opens up yeah. a little bit more. Yeah. But you still have to be careful because your children, you can't just abandon your children now. No. To go focus on your career. You got to still know how to balance both. Yeah. Right? I mean, one of the, um, just even thinking about myself and how I was when I was in high school, I would call my parents from from school all the time and just tell, tell them, oh, I, I need to come home. Why do you need to come home? 
Well, because, you know, my stomach really hurts. I'm cramping. Oh, gosh. You're Why? Not... I just wanted to go home. So you lied about your period? Of course. When I was in high school. And my parents drop everything and come and get me. So, so are we planning on dealing with this? I can see Ugh. our dramatic daughters. <laughs> Mommy. <laughs> Calling me. Especially so now. Cool. I mean, that's during those times. So... People didn't have cell phones. Yeah, true. So when you call from now, when you call like from the office, like, oh, this is serious. Yeah, now it's like, mom, come get me. Text message. The way our daughters talk, yeah, they'll just tell yeah, us. Yeah, tell them no. <laughs> you gonna tell them no? Yes. You can't because part of that was I just wanted to talk as well. Okay, so let's talk without you lying to get out of school. <laughs> yeah, but when you have a spare, it's a different story. Okay, well, so we talked about <laughs> having children, aging children. What's next? Career change. Yes. So, at this point, you might be required to go back to school or, you know, enhance your training. Yeah. In some way, shape, or form. And, of course, going back to school can be costly mm-hmm. unless you're at a job that's going to fund a second degree or some extra training. Mm-hmm. And depending on your family structure, you might go from a dual career married with children to single married, single career married with children. Mm-hmm. Right? The other part that happens is that this might require you starting over in the workforce. Mm-hmm. So imagine you're a, you know, a bank manager. Okay. okay, and then you say, okay, you know what, I'm sick of the finance industry, I'm going to study engineering. Even though you were a, a, a branch manager in a bank, mm-hmm. doesn't mean you're going to be a manager on your first day. Of course not. You know, so you're literally starting from the back again. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And depending on your age and your responsibilities at home, mm-hmm. um, it could be tricky. Yeah. Right? If yeah. you have young kids that are dependent or, you know, a little bit older kids that are a little bit more independent. Well, yeah. Then you, you could be dealing with a gamut of things that might be, uh, you know, a little bit messy or a little bit tricky to deal with. Well, yeah, it would be a lot. It would be. It would, of course, for those that have experienced this, you know, you're even thinking, okay, when I first started out, maybe in in finance, like, mm-hmm. my eight-hour shift turned into a 10, 11, 12-hour shift. Mm-hmm. Why? Because, you know, you're going out for for dinner, um, you're trying to make your, make your mark, right. prove who you are, prove your skills, and grow, develop. Mm-hmm. Maybe trying to even find a mentor in there that brought you to that executive level. So now here you are, a new career, a, a new industry that right. you're in. You're, you may not be able to do mm-hmm. or be out there for 12 hours. Yeah. Why? Because now you got to come home and help children with homework. Right. You got to come home because your spouse is waiting for you at home. Right. So now that that second career might take longer. Now it could be you're a little bit more established financially. You have some stuff put off to the side. So because you have some stuff put off to the side, you might be able to find that help. Yeah. To be able to navigate so you can grow in your career. Right, right, right. Mm -hmm. Uh, next one I'd talk about is um, promotions. Mm-hmm. So promotions usually mean more money, mm-hmm. but always means more responsibility. Absolutely. Okay, so more money you could you know enhance your lifestyle, get a bigger home, take better vacations, mm-hmm. plan a little bit more, 
save some more, mm-hmm. right? Because now you have access to more money. But as I said, promotions usually mean more responsibility. And that usually means dealing with more peoples. If you go from, say, working by yourself to becoming a manager mm-hmm. and leading people, mm-hmm. now you got to be sensitive to some other people's stuff. Mm-hmm. you got to be sensitive to their mental capacity, mm-hmm. their family issues. Mm-hmm. So it's a lot more. So you're already dealing with your family issues. Mm-hmm. Maybe not issues, but family situation. Yes. And then you have to be sensitive to your team's setups. Absolutely. Their settings, right? Mm-hmm. So... For many, promotions usually set some aspect of their life backward, unfortunately. Because mm-hmm. you just mentioned it. You might, you might have to pull 10-hour days because you got to be out there networking with some other execs or some other CEOs. Mm-hmm. So now dinner time is not even at home. Dinner time is at a restaurant or at a networking event right. or at this gala or at this thing, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So you're spending less time with family and more time on your, on your phone sending emails dealing with work matter in the evenings so mm. that when you get to work the next day, you kind of hit the ground running. Yeah. So that's a big transition as well yeah. when you start dealing with promotions. I mean, something like that really has to be discussed and taken on at the right time. And you can't really go, just it's not good to chase money. Like, it should so. fit in your vision. And But we're, we're going to talk about that, yes. how to deal with this stuff. Yes. Right? The next one is job loss, okay? This could mean a change of lifestyle yep okay if you're fired then it might be difficult to get another job depending on the circumstances of your termination yep if you're laid off then it could be the company struggling to compete or an industry dying now you have to deal with the career change impact mm-hmm. and that yeah. could be that, that's also a different some type of transition mm-hmm. what about relocation now, are one. yeah, are you willing to relocate for your spouse's career? Yeah. Because when you relocate, that's big change. Yeah. And with change comes grief, you're leaving people behind, yeah. stepping into a new setting you don't know. Yeah. Um, what is the decision criteria? Are you relocating for financial reasons? Mm-hmm. Um, are you trying to get away from people, get away from friends, family, a bad situation? Yeah. Right? Because sometimes you do with bad situations, the best thing to do is move. Yeah. Like move away. Right? Yeah. Is it yeah. because of a career change? Like you mentioned, industry dying, so now you got to change careers. Right. Do you want to get into, uh, I don't know, tech? You got to yeah. move to San Francisco or Silicon Valley. Yeah. You were in oil before. Yeah. That company collapsed because they couldn't compete, whatever the case is. So that's a big, those are big transitions. Are you also coming off job loss? Yeah. And you have to move. Yeah. Okay, so now you're dealing, you could be dealing with emotional and mental health implications. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Mm -hmm. The next one is retirement, okay? Retirement usually means your career is done. Usually before retirement, your large debts are paid off, mortgage, lines of credit. You have passed through the phase where your savings outweigh your debt obligations. Yeah, so that that curve there where, you know, debt's down. Mm -hmm. Savings are up. Should be. (laughs) (laughs) Should be. Ideal situation. Ideal, exactly. But the point of retirement, you stop saving and start using up your savings. Yep. Okay? So your lifestyle is at risk, especially if you did not plan properly. Yep. Some people work, go back to work Mm -hmm. on alumni projects, which can be fun. Do more volunteer work. 
you know, take part in mentorship work and so forth. This is a big transition if through a lot of time is spent planning for retirement. Mm -hmm. For some, it's a shock. Usually at this phase, couples don't divorce. Usually. Yeah. If both are alive and they value partnership even more as they are in the twilight years. Yeah. Why? Because now you're having fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're yeah. having a lot more fun. Yeah, I guess. You sh- well, like you said, you should be. You should be. <laughs> right? If all the eggs, if all the ducks are in a row, then yes, yeah, you should you be have having less obligations, less stress in your life. Yeah, you should be enjoying life, jumping on, you know, those retired cruise ships. Yeah, and the carnival cruise. <laughs> carnival cruise is it for the retired? You want to go party with twenty-one-year-olds? Go not, on a carnival not, cruise. What? Remember that time we're on a cruise and that carnival boat was so loud? Yeah, we're like, what cruise ship like, is we're that? The, yeah, just like... And you, then we came to realize it was a carnival cruise. And we're on the Disney boat, with cruising kids. by with Mickey Mouse music playing. And... <laughs> it's a Mickey Mouse music. <laughs> <laughs> and the other thing that can impact your marriage is, and your career is the passing of a spouse. Yeah. Now, normally we think passing of a spouse, we're thinking older folk, but really this happens at any time. It could. Okay. Yeah. Now, of course, in this case, when you die, obviously your career is done. Mm. And you will be replaced. Right? They got to, I mean, the business got to function. Oh, yes. And, and they the can't business, stop functioning. Yes. Yeah, yeah. But, yes, you'll be replaced in your career. Yes. I thought you, I thought you were talking about Mary. I'm like, excuse me, ain't nobody can replace <laughs> well, you know, Miss Juliana Gallimore. Right. Joking, you know what I'm saying. <laughs> so I, I, the thing is, like nowadays we're living longer, but cancer is still ripping families apart. Yeah. And when people when a spouse pass, it like we said, now you naturally go from potentially a dual income family, dual career mm. to single, like mm-hmm. automatically, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And this is obviously going to impact your earnings, and it's very traumatic. And some illnesses, even before somebody passes, some illnesses drain can drain the family account, yeah. the savings account, even before right. claiming the person's life. Right. And of course, so it leaves a huge hole in the family even before anything happens as far as the person passing. Mm. So, you know, in there, obviously, you got to plan to su- find a way to support your family, make sure that your passing doesn't impact their, their tomorrow mm-hmm. or their future, right? Mm-hmm. And then keep updating those plans to make sure that they make sense. That yes. they still fit your needs. Still yes. fit your changing needs. Right. So we're going to look at a few remedies now that might help your marriage during the transitions uh, generated by your career. Okay. The first one. One of our favorites. Communicate early and often. Yep. We say that over and over. Always talk about your needs. Your needs change. Okay. So make sure you make that very clear. Be willing to share them. Set your goals and vision and revisit them on a regular basis. Yeah. If you have to, quarterly. Yeah. That's the best way to do it. Talk about and establish your core values and core beliefs. Have them sitting on your wall if you need to. That's a good point. Yeah. Right? Communicating early and often helps you see potential challenges and plan for a big event or big events such as retirement. Yeah. Next thing is establish responsibility rules in how you manage your roles and support each other in those roles. Don't bail on each other in this area. Yeah. You know, take time to establish those roles. 
be obligated to each other and not the rules, and especially not culture or tradition. Yeah. Like, you cannot guide, your marriage cannot be guided by some traditions and some cultural, like, build your own traditions, build your own culture. Yeah. Set your own responsibility, set your own rules. And the reality is, when your home is taken care of, it gives your, like, it gives each other the freedom to flow at work. Because yeah. we talk about work-life integration. Yeah. When I wake up tomorrow, yeah. when I get to work, I'm going to be, my day is going to start off by how I left my house. Yes. Right? And I got to figure out how to weave that into my day and make the best of the day. Yeah. At the end of the day, I'm coming back home. Yeah. And, I, and my experience at work is going to weave its way into the family. Absolutely. So I got to figure out how to, you know, integrate that as best as I can. Yeah. So by establishing responsibility rules, mm-hmm. and we talked about this a few episodes ago, mm-hmm. what it does, it gives me the freedom and the obligation to support you in your roles mm-hmm. and to make sure that you're taken care of. Mm-hmm. Right? The next one. Take care of your physical and mental health, okay? Your marriage should be your safest relationship. Safest. Know each other's behaviors and tendencies and speak out when things happen out of the norm. Now, don't scream at each other. Yeah, speak out, not speak scream out. Speak out, exactly. Yeah. Speak out. Bring speak it up. up. Like, make it, make it good. Like, make it a... Well, how do I say this? Make it an environment where you guys speak up. Yeah. Like, no spouse should be mute. Speak up. Talk about it. Yeah, you should have that opportunity to, right? Make friends with... Sorry, get, get, get help whenever you need to get help. Right, so I was listening to a comedian, mm-hmm. Ray Romano. I forget the show, the sitcom he was on. But he said... He gave a couple of rules for life. And he said, when you're young... Yeah. When you're a teenager, make friends with a guy with a car. Make friends with a teenager with a car. Yeah. Right? He's going to get you places. And he said, when you're in your 50s, make friends with all types of doctors. Yeah. But then he also said, when you're in your 30s and 40s, make friends with lawyers because you're going to deal with divorce and a whole bunch of other stuff that needs lawyers. Mm. And he said, when you're in your 80s, make friends with a teenager with a car. <laughs> but it, we said this, make sure you have a counselor handy. Yeah. Like, the first thing you should make, see a doctor every year, for sure. Have a lawyer for, handy. But see a marriage counselor often. Yeah. Because they will help you navigate your marriage. Because they can see things that you might not be able to detect. Well, have a marriage counselor, but also have your own personal counselor as well. Or therapist. Okay. I think those are beneficial. Our marriage counselor is not Mm, my personal therapist. Okay. And Wait, you you have a therapist? You know that. You're being (laughs) silly. (laughs) I yes. need one too, man. Yes, yeah. and that's that's extremely important. Why? Because me individually is is different, so to speak, with you and I, mm-hmm. and she's able to address issues that I may have personally. Yeah, that's true. That's true. That uh, may not necessarily affect you and I. Yes, it will affect us to at some point. But I need to deal with it first, okay? So, bottom line is get help when you need help. And don't wait too long. Yes, prevent is better than cure. Mm-hmm. And then the next thing is be patient and strategic. And by this we mean give attention to the things that need attention. Mm-hmm. Okay? Um, it's probably not a great idea to be stepping into high-level leadership roles when you have 
very young children. Now, of course, it depends on your circumstance. But if you're a single career or dual career marriage with children, it still requires two parents to raise children. Yeah. Okay? Parenting is not a one-parent job. It never was. It never will be. Not only do you need time with your children, you need time with your spouse. And it takes time to build any relationship. Yes. Okay? Yes. The most important things that goes into building relationships is the time put in. And you should not be walking into your house to complete strangers every time you're home. Yeah. You know, don't chase titles. I mean, of course, not all CEOs are equal. Not all leadership roles are equal. But we know that they typically do carry more responsibility. Absolutely. Okay? So be smart about the roles you play outside of the home. Mm-hmm. Okay? So let me just recap those real quick. Communicate early and often. Establish responsibility rules. Take care of your physical and mental health. Be patient and strategic. And these will help you deal with the transitions that come along with your career while you're dealing with your marriage and possibly children. Mm-hmm. Okay? Marriage, career, and transition are a constant. Most times marriage leads to family and now the race is on to get the most out of your career without losing your family. Sometimes it goes bad where you get no career growth and you lose your family. That's the worst case situation. Mm. The ideal case, of course, which is what we've been talking about, which is why this podcast exists, is that you grow a great career, you succeed in leadership, and you raise a family where everyone is loved, secured, and appreciated. Absolutely. Yep. All right, everybody. That is our feature for today. Thank you again so much for hanging out with us. We truly love it. Thank you for being loyal to us in this this podcast. Yes. We truly, truly appreciate it. We do see you. We do acknowledge you. Continue to share what we are chatting about. Because we believe that you are a successful Successful leader. leader And your marriage and family can be successful successful too. too.